It's snacking and get cracking with a snack that packs a protein punch. Pistachios are known for their protein power, fiber, and better for you unsaturated fats for a combination that may help you keep feeling fuller longer. Wonderful Pistachios is a good source of protein with zero gill. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. I love that they come in a variety of sizes and flavors, making this the perfect protein snack for any on-the-go adventure. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to the FlowTrack Podcast. I'm Kevin Sully, joined by a yawning Gordon Mack. It was a late night for him, as anybody who knows Gordon knows. He is a huge breakdancing fan, so he is just ecstatic with the news that breakdancing will be included in the 2024 Olympics. Gordon, kind of put into context your feelings over these last, last 12 hours. It's been a whirlwind. Uh, it's a, it's a roller coaster of emotion. I am super ecstatic about the break dancing, but I'm super bummed that cross country wasn't selected. Uh, World Athletics made a statement saying like, you know, admitting defeat, but saying they're still gonna hope that cross country comes to the Olympics eventually down the road. Uh, for those who don't know, World Athletics tried to petition, uh, submitted. I don't know how the how it works, but they try to get cross country in the Olympics in 2024. Didn't happen, um, and the World Athletic statement was like, "Oh, don't worry, we have the mixed relays and we have a race walking event." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, this is come on, no one cares about that." But uh, yeah, I mean, it would have been it would have been awesome if we had cross country. It would have been so exciting, especially for distance runners because it's hard enough already in the U.S. to make a a team in the 5, 10, uh, 1500, et cetera, and be able to have like five more spots available for distance runners would have been awesome. Uh, but maybe in 2028 when it's in LA, we can we can only hope. Cross country in LA in the summer. I wonder what that's going to be like if we actually do have cross country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe go to a little bit higher altitude. Maybe go to Mammoth or something, make it really tough. I, I'm mo- mainly – disappointed in the context of the sports they did add such as breakdancing which i don't think has been cool for a couple decades and i don't even know what's cool anymore that kind of seems like ridiculous a uh, little bit of pandering there but i don't know i i was kind of worried if they added it what it would actually look like because i want to see the best people compete and they would have had to done like scheduling wise they would have had to figure this out to how to make it work and the distance would have been really key because you wouldn't have wanted to take people away from the 10k or the or the marathon i mean it would have been fun just to have it just to see what it was like but i mean would you be concerned at all 
about that, like it would tip the balance too much to where it would be really, really watered down level of competition? No, I think the best would have competed in it as long as they don't. I mean, they could have just made cross country because the Olympics, what is three weeks? How long? Two weeks. Yeah. Two, two weeks. Two weeks. Well, like only, yeah. but the the track and field portion is only half of it. So they could have just been right. like, we put cross country in the second half. You know, mm-hmm. I think you probably do cross country when the marathon is. So therefore, people either who are doing the marathon ten k double or the yeah. cross country ten k double, and that's how you work it out. You just make it the same yeah. day as a marathon or same time frame, because we don't really see Kipchoge oh, running cross country. Well, it would be cool yes, though. we do. That would be awesome. No, I think you. I think yeah, you use the first week. I think you do it in the first day because tracks usually the the second half. They do swimming in the first half and they do track in the the second half. Do it right off the bat. I think you're right. Yeah, that that would have worked. I just like it when the best people are competing at the at the Olympics, and I think in track right now there's the ideal amount of events maybe even one or two too many so it's a very precarious balance to make sure that there's well because the way they did the schedule it's like you want shawnee miller weibo to be in the two and the four because she could realistically be in the best in the world in the two and the four right i have no doubt about the hundred and the 200 we know it all or the hundred we always know it crowns the fastest person right the five and the ten you always know it's the best person because the way they space it out but there's a little bit sometimes of a, of a log jam just based on scheduling. And that's what I would be worried about with, with cross country. Because you watch these sports. You watch swimming. Phelps is on every night winning a gold medal. And you're like, man, people just love gold medals and world records. What can we do to just keep the stars coming back night after night after night? Track's a little different because the impact um, that the sport takes on, on your body and, and the distances that they run. So it would be a little harder to do that. But – if you could have Mo Farah competing at the beginning of the games and then again at the end, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. I, what would you add if you could add one event? Because I would say if I was just doing this from a pure – if I was Sebco, right, and I was like pure popularity play, like I'm purely trying to get more people and shouldn't track, I would add a 50, I would add a 150, and I would add a 300. So you'd see, so you'd see Lyles a whole bunch of times, and you'd want to go back in your time machine so you could see Usain Bolt four or five times in in Olympic finals. That's what I would add. I wouldn't mess around with the relays. I wouldn't mess around with anything long. You basically, but the problem is, would uh, would Lyles pull a Michael Phelps and try to win all those, or will Lyles be like, oh, I'm only focusing on this, that, or the other thing? You know, because. Right now, Michael Norman could be doing that. He could be running the 100, mm-hmm. the 200, the 400, the 4x1, the 4x4, the mixed 4x4. You could do all that. <laughs> he could pull a Michael yeah. Phelps if he wanted to, but he chooses not to. Right? He chooses to only focus on one event. So yeah. I don't know if adding events is going to convince these athletes to triple. Like I think doubling I is think the most make... they're ever going to do. I think if you make it short enough and you spread it out enough, you could do it. You'd have to cut off some rounds too. That would be the other part to it. Cut off, cut off the first round, or get buys into the into the. Um, if you win the hundred, you're automatically into the fifty final or something like that. So where you could just get maximum exposure for, for the big stars. Again, it won't happen. I'm just saying, if I was adding anything, for, and I was in charge of track and trying to make it more popular at the Olympics, because that's what people want. They want to see the same people, the stars, the people that they know, and also you get some world records out of it because people have been running those, those events. 
granted, I love cross country. This doesn't diminish my feeling about cross country. There's a lot of sports that aren't in the Olympics that I like and enjoy just because the sport's not in the Olympics doesn't mean it's less uh, prominent in my eyes. Football being one. Football, not in the Olympics, last I checked. Football's dead to me right now. Oh, sorry. My, uh, you're, my, you're into breakdancing. Really I'm, I'm into breakdancing. My having to deal with the with a $128 million quarterback being on the bench is kind of hard to fathom. So mm. for those who don't know, I'm an Eagles fan. So Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts. It's a whole thing. I'm still going to I'm, 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 I still believe in Carson Wentz as crazy as I am, but that's another here or there. Uh, cross country. I, I think it's, do you think it's going to happen? Do you think eventually like this is more just like, Hey, they got to say no a couple times before they say yes type thing. Or do you think it's no dead on arrival? I think it's time? a no. I mean, I hate to say it's no for forever, but it seems like it's going to be no for a very long time because it adds a whole bunch of athletes, which they don't want to do because you're not going to have a 30 person cross country race. And it also, they're trying to do this whole X games thing, even though they're 20 years too late in it. And they're going to add skateboarding and they're going to add break dancing and they're adding surfing. They're trying to make it appeal to the youth. That's what they're, that's what they're trying to do. And I don't think TikTok crowd. They're trying. Do you think there's going to be TikTok dancing competitions? I'll be, I'll watch that. So that would actually – I would actually respect that more than adding breakdance <laughs> because that's at least current. That's at least looking forward, and it might seem ludicrous in the short term. But picking breakdancing, again, that hit its peak you know, decades and decades ago just, just seems like a desperate move here to try. You yeah, know like, what it is? You've seen the meme. You've seen the meme. What is it? Uh, is it Steve Buscemi? Hello, fellow kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it's yeah, – that's what it is. Yeah, the skateboard backwards hat. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, this break, I'm, I mean, this me might be being naive, but is breakdancing happening right now? I guess it is if they're turning into an Olympic sport. But like when I think of breakdancing, you think of like the 80s, right? Of like on yeah. a piece of, on a piece of uh, cardboard on the street, right? Yeah. That's what I think of. You think, but maybe you know, you think of Run DMC, you think, of, yeah. you think of people, the battle, you know, I, I mean, think of Zoolander, which is kind of funny. Good movie. Maybe if they bring Ben, if they involve Ben Stiller and Will Ferrell in some way, I'll be in, but I, yeah, it's just, they're adding as much as they can of your right stuff. That's going to appeal to like, here's a 10 second clip that you can share on. Yeah, social media you know, people are going to watch it. People are going to watch it. Yeah. So that's gonna well, all be the young thing, kids. Right? All the young kids are going to be like, what's this dance we'll watch it. You know you're going to watch the YouTube clip or the Twitter post. You're going to go, oh, let's see what this I'll looks watch, like. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll watch one person spin on their head, and then after that, I'm out on it. I don't know. Like, yes, obviously, I would have liked I would have liked cross-country more than this. This is a little bit of assault in the wound. How do you think – If you had cross-country, so US... what distance would you would you want it to be? Okay, that's what I was going to ask. I would do I would do eight kilometers because I would again. I, my goal would be I want other people. I want I want people to come back and run other race. Like I want to entice Joshua Cheptegei into running. I want Jacob Kiplima to run. I want Uganda to put their best team there. So I would have them go eight k um, over a you know multiple loop course. I'd allow five per country, or we want we want to do full seven. We want to do this NCAA style. Well, what World Athletics does what five? Five, but that's the, they don't get to make the rules. Yeah, they're stupid. Yeah, yeah they, who cares? Uh, yeah, no, we do well, seven, full seven. 
seven. We do the tiebreakers the way I like it. Apologies to Dave Smith. We're doing my sort of tiebreakers. <laughs> and 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 it would be awesome. You're right. Beginning of the beginning of the beginning of the championships. Then if people the really, really good people will come back and then make it in the five and the ten on the track. There'd be all sorts of cool redemption stories. Oh, Chepta guy fell apart in the last kilometer, but let's see if he can do it individually and on on the track. I think it would be pretty cool. Now, you, here's a question. We kind of have this with it, World Athletics Cross Country now. Would it be competitive? By competitive, I right mean, now. are we going to know like what team's going to – is it like watching NAU at the Big Sky Championship? I thought you were going to ask, does NAU get a buy, even though they represent no. a bunch of different countries? And the answer is yes. There's one is it gonna international be like a, team. Is it, it going to be like the Pac-12 Championships? Or is it going to be like the yeah. Iona at the MIAC or MAC championship? MAC. It'll be it'll be Pac-12s. It'll be Pac-12. I mean, you're always going to have Kenya and Ethiopia. Right now, Uganda would be really good because you'd have Cheptegei and Kipolimo. Okay, two. so you, you said Kenya and Ethiopia. So it's maybe more like the West Coast Conference. It's just a BYU-Portland showdown every time? But there's also – but there's Uganda there, right? So who would Uganda be in that Uganda analogy? Uganda two people. Them? They only got yeah, two people. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Not Build if you're scoring five. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure then you're the American you go, fork I'm, where you have Casey Klinger and one other, two other guys, but you're a four or five man are finishing in the hundreds. So I don't, I don't think, I like. guess I'm willing to bet, even though I can't name them off the top of my head, that Uganda would have a solid three, four, and five. Uh, you, yeah, U.S. could get in there, but you're right. It would be, I'm fine watching Kenyan Ethiopia do do big things there'd be an individual race to watch as well too i think it could be i like the t we obviously like the team element of cross country and that would be at play here so and even though i mean usa dominates in basketball and we still tune in the world still is interested in that there's an upset story every now and then that's attached to it you want to see who gets the other medals as well too i'd be I, here's the problem though here's the problem that cross country has and, and here's where I'm sympathetic to the IOC's decision, even though I don't think they should have breakdancing. How can you add a sport and elevate it, theoretically elevate it to the Olympic level, when as it's being played right now, a lot of people don't take it seriously? And by that, I mean, look at how many countries don't even choose to participate in the World Cross Country Championships. Yeah. yeah they, do you think they were like, hey, yeah, that's a good point. So you guys don't even do it like it yourself. So why are we going to put it at the Olympic level? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what they should do? It shouldn't be about cross country. What they should do is they should give – I know we like fake score the Olympic meet, but they should legitimately score the Olympic meet and give the team mm -hmm. an Olympic gold medal, silver, and bronze. So say you're on Team USA and you get bounced out in the in the first round, but Team mm -hmm. USA goes on to score the most points, you win an Olymp you're in a gold medalist because you're on the winning team. They should do mm -hmm. that. That's a lot of extra golds. There's a lot of people on Team USA's drag team that they'd have to make golds for. Yeah, I, I that would be I cool think... if like there's actually a team element to US to the Olympic meet because there's not really a team element. It's a bunch of individuals yeah. who are all saying we're on Team USA. No, you're not on Team USA because you're not. You, if your teammate does poorly, it has no effect on you. If anything, it helps you advance to the next round. You know. Right, right, right. You score an eight. The only time you're on a team is the relay. What's that? Eight, yeah, score eight deep, NCA style. 
not the way they do it. I think they do like nine or seven deep weirdly. And World Athletics does like a weird point determination. No, do it NCA style. Mm. And I think it's, if anything, the Olympic meet is the most fair way to mm. score a team championship because there's a limit on how many athletes you can have in every event. So therefore, mm-hmm. like, the problem with, like, so every everyone is on an equal footing because you can't have, like, more or less. You know, everyone's allowed three. So it makes the yeah. rosters so all equal. Here, here's my question. If we're submitting the cross-country bid for, for 2028, how would you structure it? Would you like, would you make it like the marathon or like track, how it is now, anybody who qualifies goes? Or would you limit it? like by teams. So for example, basketball, they're only sending 12 teams. They sent 12 teams to the 2016 Olympics and they qualified throughout all their other group play throughout the year. Would you do something like that where they had countries had to qualify through the world cross country championships? And then you also added in individuals, maybe the top, whatever in the 10,000 last year, or give some people some bias. You have the top individuals and then just limit it to about 10 to 12 teams. I wouldn't do any top individuals because no one cares about an individual winning cross country at this level. They'll be like, that, that individual can just go on and win the 5K or the 10K. I would only be, let's bring in the top 12 teams and cap it there. And it's like, hey, if you're a good individual, sorry, cross country's not for you at the world level. Just stick with the 5 and the 10 or the marathon. But I think it should be team only. So it's simpler to watch. You don't want to have individuals like kind of messing up with the score, you know, I know we like that in NCA cross country, um, but it is kind of. I also I have a hot take that I think NCA cross country shouldn't have individuals; that it should just be teams, right? But that's here neither here or that's there. Not a, that's not a that's hot a take. Of, that's a bad take. So what? Cool. So what? 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 What, what mean, is twenty sixteen mo? So what does twenty sixteen mo Farah do? Does he rally the troops and try to get Britain qualified as a team, or does he just skip yeah. it and? If he wants to be a leader, run, man. Run. If he wants, if he, okay. if he, if he, if he's the, the man he says he is, he can rally four other guys to get together. He can tell Josh Kerr, "Hey, man, just do one AK for me, <laughs> and let's do this. Let's, 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 let's." I mean, they could figure out a way to do it. I mean, twelve teams, Britain could be in the top twelve. Yeah. If you have Mo Farah yeah. team, that's a one. That's a low stick. They have enough guys who can put together a decent enough AK to survive. I. I agree with you on that part, that for the most part, all the top individuals would be covered by the team. They could figure out a way to get the team together. But I do think they should hold a couple spots for individuals because unlike you, I actually want to see the best compete at the Olympics, like the best of the best. I don't want to just see the team race. I want to see the individual race too. That'd be fun. Because what if there is a guy yeah. from – like, what if Uganda does fall apart and you want to see Chep, the guy, try to pull off the – the, the triple, the cross-country 5K, 10K. That would be that would be fun to watch. There'd be all sorts of here's the uh, thing. history there. Say uh, Greece, for some reason, doesn't have a good enough basketball team and they don't, they don't make it to the Olympics. Are you going to watch the Olympic basketball games and be like, ah, it's not the same without Giannis on here, so I don't really want to watch it because Giannis' 100%. team isn't here. Yeah, I would love no, to see Giannis gonna, in the Olympics. Yes. <laughs> no, you would, but are you going to be – are you going to put an asterisk on it or just be like, this isn't as interesting watching USA versus, I don't know who's good right now, Spain, because you realize, mm-hmm. oh, Greece wasn't in the tournament and therefore Giannis wasn't here. No, you'll still watch it. 
well, we don't know, need individuals individual. to make something watchable. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying to make it watchable, but you can do two things at once, and that's one of the strengths of cross country is that you can do the individual race and the teammates. I'm not saying invite that's the problem 50 though. People. I don't. I disagree with that statement. You can't do two things at once. I think the problem with a lot of track and field things is we're trying to do too many things at once. We're doing 18 different things at once. 18 sports at once. That's what a track meet is. Yeah. It's 18 different things. Yeah. You know what a basketball game is? One thing at once. Well, one it's thing. It's sport. one game happening at once. Yeah, but they're you know, sharing one ball. Yeah, well, they should be like, we're sharing one track, only one thing. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think a big reason why track and field isn't popular is because the average fan or average sport fan isn't going to take the time to learn 18 different sports to be a fan of one sport. Like, we are kind of well, just like assume be- it's natural to know 18 different sports, but even us, like people who are – it's their profession to follow it. We don't know the intricacies of like the eighth best hammer thrower. Like we ourselves mm-hmm. take our time to even just like focus on a certain subsection of the 18 events, which is, you know, like, which is bad enough as it is. If, if people like us can't be like in the, the minute details of every single 18 sports, maybe that's a sign that why are we doing it? Why should athletics be an 18 sport event? It should be a one sport event. But that's just I think you might have a I think you might have a point about track writ large and all the different events, but I think cross country, I think you're not giving the average viewer enough credit. I think they can both understand that there's teams and individuals competing in one race because it is one race at one time. You're not asking them to go look over here in the field and then oh look over there at the relay and then hey, here's a steeplechase, and then hey, there's some guy throwing himself over a bar. Like it's pretty it's a pretty fundamental fact it's just as if you it's just as if they did a team score in the marathon right that's all you'd be it'd be the exact same principle yeah you're adding team medals to the marathon so anybody who has five people there or whatever the scoring number is can get a team score and if you don't then you're not going to get a team score but you can still be the best marathoner in the world and win the olympic gold medal that's easy enough for people to understand no like people are but the the difference is like you're having individuals there who aren't part of teams and people are yeah, like, why is that person one- there if he doesn't have a team? That doesn't make any sense. I'm talking about – it makes sense to us because you're like, well, he's really good individually and we want to well, recognize really fast individuals. Can you name another sport? Can you name, can you name another sport where there are two sports happening, an individual competition and a team competition? That's easy, breakdancing. That's why they added it. <laughs> like does, does even like – Oh, I'm sure cross country skiing has that. I'm sure cross country skiing has that. Yeah. Well, a popular I mean, sport sure. that people. Oh well, no, because that's why you're right. It's what makes track unique and probably ultimately holds track back a little bit. I'm just saying, the cross country is not going to make track famous overnight. So you might as well get to see Joshua Cheptegei run an extra time. That's yeah. all I'm saying. All right, we've talking I'm enough about this. Sorry. Okay, but yeah, are you now? Now do you, do you want to talk about the addition of surfing, or should we save that for tomorrow? <laughs> Say that for tomorrow. The okay. whole week, a whole you... week on the different things. What's what's the, the only surfer I know is what Chris, Carter? Kelly, uh, what's his name? Kelly Slater. Kelly, yeah. Kelly, Kelly Slater. There you go. Is he going to be there? Is he's probably old I now? He's so. probably like forty-five. <laughs> Have you ever watched a surfing competition? No, it's not really, as interesting as you think it would be. No, it takes time. Yeah, because they're waiting yeah, for yeah. waves and yeah. Yeah, I've watched them in person before, and you're like, oh, that guy did a wave. That's pretty cool. <laughs> And then you're just like, 
All right, that guy also did a. That's pretty awesome too. Um, Surfing would be better right, want... if they if they had more of a, like a like a manufactured pool where like you know you have the exact same wave every time, so they enter and mm. that's what it is, you know. But anyway, yeah. But it's just hard to tell. Like when someone's comparing, it's like figure skating. When someone does like a sweet trick in figure skating, it's easier to. And when they, you know, obviously when they fall, it's obvious. A lot of the stuff in surfing to me just looks the same. Like when they're riding the wave, as long as they don't fall off, you're like, oh, that was cool. Maybe when I watch more of it, I'll have a discerning eye. Let's talk about standards, though. You want to talk about standards? You said, hey, Kevin. Yes. You and you and Lincoln talked about you know top ten stories of the week. Talked about Valencia. Talked about shoes. Talked about Sis and just missing the American record. But what people want to hear about is time standards. Who has them? Who doesn't? You made a chart. You updated them on the site. Uh, so we're gonna go 10k steeple, 5k, 1500, 800. We're just doing the distance events because the sprint events are gonna be covered, and then field events. For the most part, the U.S. is okay. There's a couple parts where they're a little uh, behind and they need to catch up. But what what was your when you dug into who has the standard at the end of 2020, heading into 2021? What were your big aha moments? Well, before we get to the aha moment, let's talk about. Let's flash back to, no. what, two years ago when they made the announcement of what the standards were. Do you remember this? Mm. And everyone I remember when out. you thought, yeah, you thought that the, like, 5K standard was going to be 13, or it was going to be based off of the, what, the 10th best time from the year Eighth before. And the poor, yeah. yeah. And the poor Lincoln had to make a video on Halloween, and I still make fun of him about it. But go ahead. Tell us what happened to you. Yeah, so I'm people sure thought the standards were going to be... They wanted to, they were going to make the standards extremely hard, like top eight in the world hard. And then World Athletics backtracked on it and made it kind of just semi-hard by making it like a lot harder than it was before, but not extremely mm -hmm. hard because they kind of wanted to transition. I think eventually they're going to make it even harder to get everyone off of trying to get time standards and just trying to get ranking marks. But that's either here or there. That's the fourth time I said neither here or there. Um, but... I think it's kind of interesting to think about. We are now dealing in a world with the hardest standards we've ever had in the distance events, right? And Correct. I think it's kind of interesting that despite having extremely hard standards compared to previous years, U.S. is still getting people with the standard. So mm -hmm. the, the fear that a lot of coaches and fans had, especially in the distance races, I mean, I'm talking to some coaches, and they're like saying – what if this my athlete doesn't have the standard and they need they need to use the world ranking as a backup and eventually USATF is like fine we'll use the world ranking but at first everyone's like are you kidding me we're only going to use the standard and everyone was turning into a whole thing remember the marathon standard everyone was freaking out and then lo and behold the top three runners at the trials all ran a standard so it was a non-issue they were like we need to make the marathon a, a a race or whatever like a gold label IWF gold label race gold. and that's a whole thing it didn't need to be a gold label race because guess what the top three all ran a standard and i think we're in another situation where i think in all the distance events most people are going to have the standard but we could have one or two events where we don't and i don't think it's going to be the end of the world regardless let's look at who has <laughs> so, the hardest. so why are we the, doing the, this the, exercise then you don't think it's yeah, a well, big deal? The, 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 no 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 it's still it's still interesting i just think that the people are just the, – the the American athletes are just deciding – are just, like, playing up to the competition, right? They're okay. playing up to the standard. Like, 
I think naturally a lot of these athletes would have just run 10 seconds slower or five seconds slower or three seconds slower or two seconds slower than whatever the older standards were. But mm-hmm. now, hey, that's a new mark. We're going to run there. So let's, let's look at – let's start to 10K. Um, three guys have it, Shadrach Kipchurcher, Lopez Lamong, and Eric Jenkins. Notable people without it, Hassan Mead, who won in 2017 uh, at at USA's. Uh, Lenny Correer, who was third last year. He was third in 2017. Um, outside of that, I mean, Paul Chalimo, who we think would probably want to mix it up. But I would say Hassan Mead, Paul Chalimo, and Lenny Correer are probably the most realistic people who could probably be top three, maybe throw in a Tyler Day. If he's healthy, um, but yeah, the men's 10K is definitely okay. the one with the least amount of people at the standard. Maybe Ben True. I know he took a crack at it yeah. last year, and was that last year in Peyton Jordan? I don't remember my timeline here, and he just missed it. I think he said, "Ah, onto the 5K." Because here's why the 10K I think is really important. Number one, there's just not that many opportunities to run a fast 10,000. We had the track meet, and some people got it mostly in the women's side of things. Eric Jenkins got it for the men. But you go into 2021, where are the opportunities right now that we know to run fast? Maybe a couple chances at Stanford, pre, and then everything else is probably going to need to be added on. So maybe there'll be another LA meet, Southern California meet in the winter to try to get these times potentially. But there's not a lot of chances to run a fast 10,000. I'm sure they're going to try to set something up. Uh, and two, we have a history of this. You only need to go back a couple years or a couple Olympics trial cycles for the for the women. I know we'll talk about them in in in, in a little bit. Where it was just really weird. It was like for fourth place, seventh place got to go to the Olympics. It just makes a better viewing experience. Talk about confusing and losing track fans. It just makes a better viewing experience when you have people uh, a bunch of people have the standard. So uh, I expect, yeah, career to get it. I expect me to get it, maybe true, but we could be having a situation, Gordon, where only like six or seven guys have this going into the the actual trials. I could see it being lower. I could see it being four or five, to be honest. Okay. I think it. I think really, Mead and Career probably are the two closest to getting it. I don't think True's going to get mm-hmm. it, and I think the rest of the group are just not there. Paul Chalimo, maybe, but. I think now that there's three people with it, Lamont, Kipchurcher, and Jenkins, you know, they're hoping like, hey, if we can, for some reason, if Mean and Career and none of them find mm-hmm. a race or just don't pop one off at the right moment, they could go into the 10K trials with so much confidence because they know like, mm-hmm. hey, if if this is slow after four laps, we're good, right? They, they, they'll, yeah. they'll be a, yeah. like, if we're those are the three in it, 10K is so, so many laps. They'll know probably three minutes into the race. Hey, we're going to the, we're going to the mm-hmm. Olympics because no one's gonna. It's it's not like a it's a hard standard. Like you don't run twenty set. Was it twenty seven twenty? Was it twenty seven thirty? That's the right standard. Twenty seven twenty. Was it twenty seven twenty five? Twenty seven twenty five. You can't run twenty seven twenty five lollygagging the first mile. I don't think. Mm-hmm. And so, hey. It'll be interesting if if we go into the trials with just three. Now there is that world ranking aspect that people could still get in on a world ranking. So we'll wait it's to see how me. that. Oh, 27, 27, 28. 28. Sorry. Yep, yep, yep. 
there's the world ranking factor, which will be something we talk about as we go down, which we won't talk about today, but that is a asterisk. So there is a chance that three people have the standard in the race, but the guy who finishes third has just a good world ranking mm-hmm. and the fourth place guy with the standard doesn't get to go. That's going to be very controversial, I think, at the moment because they'll be like, wait a minute, you know, whatever. We'll talk about that when we get to it. But yeah. men's 10K, yeah. I think, is the most interesting because the least amount of people have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. On the women's side, the really only big name without it, you could say, is Emily Infeld. I think mm-hmm. everyone else, and I guess now Kira D'Amato, um, those are probably the only two. Everyone else has it on the women's side. Vanessa Frazier, I think, could potentially get it. She had surgery this year. So next year, I mean, she's sub sub 15. If someone runs sub 15 in the 5,000, you think that they could probably get the the, the 10,000 standard. So it's just a matter of opportunity. So then what is our count here on the women? Let me count this on the women's side. What do we, how many do we have? We have nine right now. So you're saying D'Amato and Enfield would be 10, 11, potentially Frazier would be 12. That's, that's a good chunk of the field there. Yeah. That'll make yeah. for a very exciting Compared, race. Yeah. And it's just when you contrast it to the men's 10K, like – up to maybe 12 versus three. It's very, mm-hmm. very different. Uh, the top five finishers in the 2019 USAs all have it. Huddle, Sisson, mm-hmm. Taylor, Bruce, and Mario Hall. So, yeah, uh, the women's 10K is not going to be a – and if you think about it, last year, or 2019, Mario Hall went to Worlds even though she finished uh, fifth because Kellen Taylor mm-hmm. and Steph Bruce didn't have the, didn't have the standard. Um, yeah, but now Colin Taylor and Steph Bruce have the standard, a much harder standard. Think about that. They didn't have the standard when it was easier, and now when it's much harder, they have the standard. Which is <laughs> yeah, crazy. yeah. Uh, That's so wild. Women's ten k should still be, it'll be a legit race because everyone will have it. Yeah. Five uh, k. Yeah, five k. On the women's side, everyone and their mom has the 5K standard. The top eight finishers <laughs> from last from 2009 all have the standard. Houlihan, Schweizer, Purier, Schneider, Hall, Roberry, Craney, Fraser. Top eight all have it. Um, and then other people have it. Think about this. Shelby Houlihan didn't have the standard until uh, December, until that meet, the track meet. Uh, right. People were wondering why did Houlihan and Cranny go out there and run a 15-0 race, which I predicted they would do. They did it because they just did it for the standard. They they didn't have they their fourteen forties and fourteen twenties didn't count because it was during the blackout period. So they went to get their standard, yeah. and now their Shelby is set. She has the fifteen. She has the five k. She's ready to go. So maybe we'll get Shelby and to some, get the ten k standard for fun. That'll be fun. <laughs> What's the most standards somebody's ever collected? And if you have them, can you trade them with the teammate? I, if you're like me and you're wondering why didn't Christian Schweizer go out there. Well, let me answer that question because I speculated about that yesterday, but I forgot the fact that she hit the standard in Doha last year. She got it at the World Championships along with Perrier. So very, very lucky to have uh, had a fat, that fast race in Doha. A couple fast races, actually. She did it twice, so it's not luck at all. But she already had it in her back pocket. Shelby didn't run it in Doha, so that's why she had to go out and do it. But when you say it like that, what, top eight from last year already have it, Plus you throw in Jenny Simpson. Plus you throw in uh, like Roberry, Molly. I, I mean you, you, Molly Huddle. Yeah, Molly Huddle. Yeah, it's like you have the. You look at this and this looks like the final of of the people yeah. that are listed here. 
minus some people. We don't know if Shelby's going to run it. We don't know if Jenny Simpson's going to run it. But like all the names have have lined up there. So this is good. It's a good thing if you're a fan of this race because you do not want to have like a glaring omission and then like, oh, that person probably is going to win and they don't have the standard. I guess the only omissions right now are the young college age type kids mm-hmm. like uh, like Taylor Warner and Alicia Monson. I'm not sure if they have Monson, it. Do yeah. they have it? So, well, Werner yeah, was that's what, the only... 15, Werner was 15-11 indoors, right? Yeah, but that was that. What's the standard? Fifteen ten. Yeah. So Warren doesn't have yep. it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, She's so right on the cusp. Women's five k is set. We don't need to worry about people chasing on the women's side. Men's five k. There are still a few names out there. Without it, I can. Uh, you have Ryan Hill, who was third in seventeen, second in eighteen, um, didn't mm-hmm. start in nineteen. Hassan Mead, another one who was third in eighteen. He was fourth in 19 didn't have it in 19 either and ended up having to uh his spot taken by drew hunter no no he did have it he went it was woody Kincaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep uh no who's no me didn't have it did he have it because drew hunter got selected right there was two people who didn't didn't they go five deep on that one i think they went five deep on yeah, that so, one. yeah so it's kincaid and me didn't have it so then drew hunter went that's what it was that Mead sense. was at the. Oh, Mead, Mead made it making the ten thousand. I saw. I feel like I saw Mead in Doha. <laughs> then be crazy. how was Drew Hunter? Oh, Lopez Lamong didn't have it. Lamong Did didn't Lopez have it. Kincaid didn't. And Woody Kincaid no, didn't, he didn't have it. it. So it was Chilimo. It was Chilimo, Mead, and Hunter who went. Sorry, I'm, I'm mixing it up. Mead doesn't have it now. Drew Hunter doesn't have it now. Uh, Riley Masters, Ryan Hill. Uh, Grant Fisher, those are the people to think about. Um, I would say mainly Fisher, Hunter, um, Hassan Mead, and Ryan Hill are like the big names without it right now. Okay, Mead, update here. Mead was 11th in the final in Doha. Yeah, so he made it. Yeah, he was fourth. He was fourth at USA's. He was fourth at USA's. Yeah, it was Lamong and Kincaid, the two Bowerman people without it. I knew that. I sh- that's like the most famous race of 2019. I should know that yeah. that was the result. Okay, so yeah, you yeah, Centro's in here, but we don't think Centro's going to run it. Uh, Manuel Bohr in there with that 1312. Uh, Jenkins has both, so he's got two options here. True, some money in the bank. He could potentially go for the 10,000 standard as well, too. So who you'd say the biggest omission is Hunter on this list? Hunter, Hassan Mead, and Ryan Hill. Okay. Let's go to the Let's go to the, the event that always seems to be tricky for the U.S. to figure out in terms of standards. That's the men's 1500, and there's only three right now who have it. Centro, Angles, and Josh Thompson. Who is missing it? I can think of one right off the top of my head, Ben Blankenship. Yeah, Ben Blankenship. He was fourth last year in 2019. Um, but Blankenship wasn't in the top eight the previous two years. In, in 17 and 18, he didn't finish top eight. So Blankenship mm-hmm. was fourth. And then you have throwback. And he, and he went because Thompson didn't have it. Yeah, Thompson didn't have it, so Ben Blank's up to go. You have Robbie Andrews, uh, mm-hmm. who won in 17, uh, but has been dealing with some injuries. Maybe he makes a comeback. Uh, Johnny Gregoric, who was third in 2017. He's a name. Then you have the people who ran really well in 18. You have someone like Isaac Yorks, who was second in 2018. Pat Casey, who was fourth. Uh 
Then you have names like Sam Prekel, Henry Wynn, mm-hmm. um, Eric Avila, Rob Domanic. Like so, Drew Hunter, who ran a 1500 once or twice. Uh, I think may, of the of the main people, you'd say Blankenship, probably Johnny Gregoric, Robbie Andrews if he's healthy, and then like the Brooks P- Brooks Beast guys. And that, that's mm-hmm. those that's the crew of people who need to get the standard. And then the big one I would say really is uh mm. I can't believe say I it. his name. Say it, his name. say his name. I know I know who it is. Say it. You can do it. Oh my goodness. Come on. What Gordon? is his name? He's your guy. He's your Yernigus. guy. There Yernigus. it is. There it is. Yernigus. Top collegiate. Is that who you were thinking I was thinking of? Yeah, because I was thinking yeah. of college guys. I was thinking of college guys. Yeah. So who's gonna sneak onto this team? But if I was a CEO, if 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 I was the Greg Popovich of US men's track right now, I would be worried about this event. I would be concerned about this event. That there's only three that already have it. And 335 just seems like this massive roadblock year in yeah. and year out. And it's not like you have three people and one of the people isn't Centro because you could count on Centro, but one of the people is Centro and one of the people is Josh Thompson. One of the people is Craig Engels. I could see Blankenship getting it. Maybe one other person. We could have a situation where we go into USA's, the Olympic trials next year, and only five guys have it. I think we totally could have that scenario, yeah. which would be a huge advantage for obviously those five guys <laughs> because the chance of a three sub 335 final in – Eugene is what one percent? What would we put that at? Two percent? Nah, probably two percent milk. Yeah, two percent. Yeah, extremely, extremely low there. Women's fifteen hundred. It's crazy. Women's everyone and their mom also has it. You got the top, <laughs> the top six women from twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Houlihan, Simpson, Hiltz, Johnson, Grace, Osika. You got Purier. You got Schlotterhofen. You got Ephraimson. You know, mm-hmm. everyone has it. Schneider has it. Uh, yeah. Schneider has the fifteen, the five, and the ten. Oh, Does Schneider so she's has the most standards. She's collecting them all. I think she probably might have the most among the women, right? Does anybody have probably. the eight and the fifteen? No, no one has the eight no. and the fifteen for the women. Yeah, well, the eight it would be Kate Grace. I think has the eight, but Kate she doesn't have, have a five k. Oh no, no, she does. She does. She has the eight. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I think yeah, Rachel three. Schneider. She has the most distance uh, standards, 15, 5, and 10. Yeah, and looking at that list, so is there anybody who needs it of the big names? On, of the women? The uh, Danny yeah. Jones. That's okay. probably the only big name I can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, Shannon Roberry doesn't have it if she wants to okay. try to flirt with the 15 again, but um, the main She's people more have towards it. the five. Yeah, I'm trying to yeah. imagine – all the possible scenarios of who runs this race and who makes the team. And I think it's, it's in that list because you could go, you know, the stalwarts where you have Houlihan and Simpson, obviously Purrier who ran the five last year, but ran so fast indoors. You'd think she'd be in the mix. Hiltz who made the team Sinclair Johnson, who was right there. And she's, she represents the, the young up and comers. And you have people like Corey McGee who had a big year, this year too, if she's able to ride that into 2021, she could be a threat. So it covers all the bases, all the different types of of athletes here. I think Danny Jones is a good one to add another young runner, but certainly a better position for the U.S. in the women's 15 than the men's. Men's eight, 
I was kind of surprised only five had it, but I guess I shouldn't be. But I also think that Brazier, Murphy, Hopple are pretty solid there with the exception of of Isaiah Harris, who's not on this list, to get those three spots. Yeah, yeah Isaiah Harris, who was second and 17, second and 18, and fourth and 19. He's the biggest name that should have it, right? If you're, you know, making, but if you're top three, two of the three past years, it's pretty good. Um, another notable athlete, Brandon Kidder, who uh, mm-hmm. went last year. He got to go as yeah. uh, at large because Donovan Brazier won the Diamond League. Um, Kidder doesn't have it. And then the rest are kind of still, you know, you feel like that standard should be hit, though. I think a lot more athletes should hit it. I mean, Devin Dixon has it. He's He hasn't even run finished top eight at USA's the past three years because of because he's a college kid. Um, but yeah, Brazier, Murphy, Hopple, I think everyone just thinks that's the order. That's who's going to go. Um, but I think Isaiah Harris one, is the big one who needs to get it. And 145.2, they can do that in the trials. Now, yeah, that's true. They thought they thought they might be able to do it last year. But remember, it went out. To, remember, Isaiah took the lead because he needed the standard, so he went out and and pushed it. I think he could have potentially finished in the top three, but he knew that that was going to be worthless because he didn't have the standard. So he made a concerted effort to try to get that pace going because it was not it was not that quick. It was the only Donovan Brazier race of twenty nineteen that was not exceptionally fast, which was was bad luck for him. But yeah, Angles is probably not going to run it. I think we could assume so. Yeah. Right now, you could probably say only four guys have it who are going to be competing in that race. Um, what about, I mean, Murphy to the 1500 would be interesting too. I think we might maybe see that this year coming up. I don't know. Just have more options. Yeah. Well, I think he's not going to do both. He's going to pick one because every the one there, he sure. did both. He had that, that uber confidence. It didn't work out well for him. Um, but. Does Murphy have the fifth? Murphy doesn't have the fifteen, right? No. Right. So I'm saying maybe he would. I don't know if he gets it. it well, it's a good proposition because so few people have it, right? And it's not like a bunch true, of guys yeah. are going to run three, but, but a bunch of guys aren't going to run three thirty three in the final. Whereas the eight hundred, like the fifteen hundred, making the fifteen hundred Olympic team for the men is almost like a a season long yeah. prize. It's not a you show up on one day and you run great and you can do it. It's like, no, you had to like work your way there because you got to get the standard. And if you got the standard, you may be able to get it. So it, it's like rewarding. Yeah, three out of four, you know? Yeah, it's rewarding your regular season. It's, you, you don't need to be you know good in the playoffs necessarily. You just need to be okay in the men's 1500. Uh, okay, any other thoughts on the, the men's eight? Yeah, Eric Swinski doesn't have it. He's probably a name. Mm. Um, but yeah, the rest of them aren't really proven proven guys, right? Drew Wendell hasn't been good since 2017, where he got third. Uh, yeah. So well, 2018, Isaiah Jewett, 2018 the, indoors, he was good. 2018 oh, indoors. Yeah, 2018 Wendell got that medal. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. My bad. Get your indoor well, stats right, It's a long time right, ago. It's a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. It feels like. Uh, Isaiah Jewett, the USC kid, uh, he was mm-hmm. fifth last year in 2019. He doesn't have it. But yeah, I mean, I just feel like Hopple, Murphy, and Brazier are like world class better than everyone mm-hmm. else. So even if you have it, you're not beating those three as of right now, mm-hmm. except for Isaiah Harris. He could probably be one of them. So, yeah. yeah, but not many people have it. Like you said, only five have it, but really only four 800 meter, true 800-meter runners have it. So mm-hmm. same thing on the women's side. Not many people have it. Uh, we saw that last year where 
uh, an athlete who didn't even make the final got to go to Worlds because not a lot of people yeah. had the standard when Sierra Brown got to go to Worlds after not making a U.S. final. Um, which is funny because that scenario of someone not making a final again to go to Worlds is like the doomsday scenario that these distance coaches talk about. Like, mm-hmm. are you telling me that the top three aren't going to get to go and someone who didn't even make the finals can get to go? And it happens in the women's eight and no one bats an eye like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I think it was because it was an additional entrant. So it wasn't okay. something that happened that day. It was, okay, Ajay, a month later, Ajay Wilson wins the Diamond League and now Sierra Brown gets to go. But it did underscore one of your hobby horses, one of your things that you talk about a lot, which is Kate Grace to the 800. Because all she would have yeah. had to have done was finish fourth make the final or actually finish eighth she had to make the final he's right all she had to do was make the final and she would have she would have been able to to go now she is one of the people with the standard here along with who's ajay wilson raven rogers hannah green and kate grace only four that's that's surprising to me i think we're gonna get i think this is gonna change this year i think we're gonna have a final where seven of the eight have it that's what i'm predicting this year so like the people who don't have it are mainly younger so you have like Mm-hmm. Olivia Baker, a thing Moo, Sammy Watson, Nia Aikens, um, mm-hmm. Sierra Brown's older, uh, but like that's like the core of like the younger youth movement in the 800. None of them have mm-hmm. it. Then you have older people like Kayla Edwards, Charlene Lipsy, who's kind of been injured lately. Uh, Sierra mm-hmm. Brown, Brenda Martinez, who we haven't seen in forever. Um, has yeah. Brenda Martinez retired yet? Has that happened? No, no, she's still she's still running. I think she she is. I think she's been hurt the last couple of years. Yeah, she's. I'd expect she ran. Um, she ran one of those meets in Oregon this year. She led it. Do you remember? Fast she run. I th- I want to say like two o two two o three, but she was leading. Like okay. she was. She looked. She looked good for the first something respectable. Like five fifty. Yeah, she looked good for the first five fifty, and then I think it was just she was light on races and and got passed but it was not it wasn't like a, oh this person's done race i've seen a lot of those okay, it, so, this was not it i'll find so, a result here it is 202 she was 202.32 or she ran two of them last year she ran two 202s uh about three weeks apart but the the uh most recent one oh it was when when mcgee ran two flat mcgee was at two flat rebecca mara 201 coburn 201 morgan mitchell 201 and martinez 202 so i think she's She's still relevant, I think. Okay. Uh, but the thing is, the 800, like the men's, a lot of the top mm-hmm. runners are kind of already like assumed to make the team. Aji Wilson obviously should make it. Raven Rogers should make it. Hannah Green has been running consistently sub two. So even mm-hmm. if these other athletes get it, it's going to be hard for them to break up what we look like the top three is going to be with Wilson, Green, sure. and Rogers. Yeah, I'd also add Chanel Price in there. She ran 201. She had a good year this year. I think she might have actually run faster than than that. I remember she had about a, her. a couple wins. Yeah. And uh and Akins is uh Akins is a good bet to just have a breakthrough next year because it'll be her first year fully out yeah. of college and maybe she can get the, the standard early season. Um yeah, I'm looking up Price's season best. Yeah, 201, 201. And two oh two. So she she ran pretty well last year. Okay. Should we but go to the steeplechase now? Not standard yet. Not yes, yeah, steeplechase. Uh the men's and women's steeplechase 
actually have a very similar dynamic here, kind of similar to the men's and women's 800. On the men's side, only three men have it. Hillary Bohr, Stanley Kabeni, Andy Bayer. Those three were top three last year. They were 2-3-4 in 18, and they were 2-3-4 in 17. The person, main name without it is Evan Jager, who we assume will get mm -hmm. it because he just hasn't done it, right? He just hasn't. He was injured in 2019, 2020. The world was injured. Uh, so he'll probably run one in 2021 and, and be fine. Uh, but it looks like we should have our main four with it. Same thing on the mm -hmm. women's side. Coburn, Frerichs, and Quigley. Um, they all have it. The one person outside that group is Mel Lawrence, who mm -hmm. was fifth in 2017, third in 2018. Caveat, Quigley wasn't in that race. And then she was sixth in 2019. Um, so four women, three men, most likely going to become four men once Jager gets it. Uh, any names that you look at that aren't on that list? Did you mention Alio? I have not mentioned Alio. Yeah, so she she made it to, to Doha last year as well as that fourth entrant. Um, oh, no, wait. Uh, Cookie got hurt. Cookie was hurt, right? So then, so then, Alio got to go last year. Do I have that correct? Twenty nineteen was Alio fourth at USA's. Alio got fourth last year, yeah. Yeah, and then Quigley was hurt, so she got to run in. I was thinking it was a no. That's a not buy. That's not why. That's not why. Oh, it's because we had a buy. They had a buy. They had a buy. They had a buy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember. I was, World champ. I watched that race. Didn't Frerichs get second? Okay, I remember that now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> So long ago, so long ago. Um, what's interesting is there's been basically no opportunities for steeplers in the United States this year. All these little one-off meets, they'd run the 5,000, they'd run the 10,000, they'd run the 800, they'd run the 1,500, they'd run the mixed gender 4x4, they'd run 1,000, they'd run a 600, they'd run every event but the steeplechase. So I think next year a lot of people will knock this – more people will knock this out, particularly Jager. I mean 822 for Jager is, is a jog. He ran some five thousands this year where he showed fitness. So I think he'll be he'll be fine. But you're right. On the women's side, it's hard to think of anybody past that big three. And then you want to throw an Ostrander there for four. So you can get the standard. Doesn't mean you're making the team on the women's steeple, because that thing is pretty well locked up. Men, a little more wiggle room, I think. It is crazy the drop off between top three and like eighth place in the steeplechase on both the men's and women's side, even more on the women's side. Like yeah. the people who finish eighth in the U S in the steeple, it's like compared to the people who fit compared to a Colleen Quigley. Like mm -hmm. when, if you, when by numbers, you're like, Oh, only five places back third to eighth. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm in it. Right. Yeah. I was top eight. Yeah, Maybe yeah. I'm going to be top three, but the jump <laughs> from eighth to third in the steeple is like, it's like jumping from, high school basketball to the nba it's it's not not even high school no it's like jumping from middle school basketball to the nba yeah it is yeah. insane well i mean because ostrander you know best the best collegian went into the pro steeple and then yeah jumped all the way up she was the fourth best she was clearly the fourth best last year in the u.s and she's closer to third than anybody else do you think that there's some sort of 
deterrence at play here where people are looking at how strong those top three are and maybe some women who could have transitioned in the last couple of years to the steeple were just like, no, I'll stay put. I think I think shoe companies or is it just are not investing. Oh. I think shoe companies are not investing in up and coming steeple talent. So therefore, mm-hmm. the only way like it's just like there's a lot more people who are willing to give a, a good a, a decent contract to the eighth best fifteen hundred meter runner, the eighth best five k runner, mm-hmm. but like they're not going to invest in a steepler. And I think they're only mm-hmm. going to invest in a steepler if you're. Coburn, Frerichs, Quigley, like one of the top yeah. making world finals type steeplers. But the rest of yeah. I mean, you just look at the names and even on the men's side, you just look and you can tell that like the people who are finishing fourth through eighth in the 1500, the 800 and the 5k for the mm-hmm. most part, all have contracts. The people who are finishing fourth to eighth in a steeple, you can look at a lot of those names and be like, oh, they don't really have the contracts. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I think there's a reason for that. Yeah. I think shoe companies are like, we want a, f- we always eye the 1500 meter winner, the 5K winner out of college, the top three finisher at cross country. And, you know, they're not really looking at steeplers. Um, yeah. I don't know why, but they just don't. Because even then, like a, a lot, of, if you're one of the best runners in your class in, in college, how many of them are choosing to do the steeple? They're all choosing. Mm-hmm. If you're Grant Fisher, are you trying to become a steeplechase champion or are you trying to become a 5K champion? You're, all, you're trying to become a 5K mm-hmm. champion. Ali Ostrander yeah. was one of the first, like, legit, like, top dogs who was like, I'm going to do the steeple. And I remember everyone was like, when Ali O did the steeple, it was kind of like, oh, like, Ali O, like, she's clearly better than the, all the steeplers because all the best women don't do the steeple. And now one mm-hmm. of the best women in Ali Ocean is going to do the steeple. So she's clearly going to win every time because mm-hmm. like, it's just a different tier. The people who are entering the 1500 and 5k versus the people who are entering the steeple, no offense to steeple, but you just look at it. Like, yes, you're going to have unicorns like Frerick, Squiggly and Coburn, but Morgan McDonald well, wasn't I- running the steeple. Like Joe Klecker didn't do a steeple, you know, mm-hmm. Rear well, Goose isn't why- trying to steeple. You remembered his name this time. That's good. They, when you have the combo though, when you have the event combined with the huge talent, a la Jager, who was really good in the 5K before I did the steeple, or Coburn, who was good in a lot of different things before she did the steeple, Frerichs, right? We saw what she did in cross country. She was obviously good. And then you put them in the event. That's when you get people who can win medals against the rest of the world. Pretty simple formula when you think about it that way. But yeah, it's a good point. That is a very good point. All right, we'll leave it there. Flowcheckpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know if there's somebody we left out of the big standards discussion. Lincoln and Gordon will be back tomorrow morning to record a podcast. And Lincoln and I are going to record with a guest for Thursday. So stay tuned. Who knows what Lincoln and Gordon are going to talk about tomorrow? We're running out of topics and the two heavy hitters are stepping to the plate here. It could go any sort of direction, which is why why I'm Why did you have to do 10 topics? Why did you have to do 10 topics yesterday? (laughs) I try to be timely, and I think part of it I slipped back into the pre-2020 mindset of just like, it's the news. Talk about everything in the news. We'll have more news tomorrow. We'll figure out tomorrow, tomorrow. That's what I thought. But luckily, you had your standards here today. So we we, we had a good show. I enjoyed it uh, and was able to correct the the Christian Schweizer era, era error and the Shelby Houlihan error as well. 
Thanks, Ulan, for producing. Thanks, everybody, for downloading. We'll talk to you guys next time.